James Altucher. Stephen Dubner. How's it going? By the way, I just want to mention, you just crushed me in backgammon. I'm very upset about it. I wouldn't call it a crushing. I would call it a slow, long, satisfying asphyxiation. Right. It, it was painful. Depressing. You know why it's depressing to you is because, not oh. just because you lost the recent one, it's because you were plainly much better than me when we began. That's this is like sort of the story of my life. Like I sort of realized that everybody, when they work hard, gets better than me. Yeah, but here's the problem. You participate in an inhuman number of different kinds of activities. Well, this brings rise to an interesting question, which I got off of Quora, which is how important is focus in life? Mm. Does focus lead to success or should you try to be good at many things? Right. So it's the Renaissance person theory. It's also related to the 10,000 hour rule. Yeah. So should you put 10,000 hours into one thing or put 1,000 hours into into 10 things, because the learning curve on the first 1,000 hours is, of course, the steepest. I agree. I think it's purely personal choice, but I did learn years ago. Did I ever tell you, have you ever met my friend Ivan Cronenfeld, who's, um, he was an actor and an acting teacher and a private eye and a whole bunch of other things. I have met him because my ex-wife knew him. Yeah, because yeah. he was oh, involved boxing. in boxing. He was yeah. involved in boxing, yeah. yeah. He, was, he's, he was involved in a lot of things, and this is the point of my story. He's a remarkable guy, very wise, and he's counseled over the years many, many, many people who've done very interesting things, even though he was, quote, just an acting coach. And he had a lot of, um, I guess you'd call them aphorisms, many of which came from Stella Adler, the great actor and acting teacher who studied with Stanislavski. So this was almost like a philosophical, intellectual approach to acting. And one of these aphorisms was about the difference between digging one hole deep and digging a whole bunch of little holes all over the place. The implication being, of course, that the little holes are worse than the one hole deep. So I really took that to heart and I thought, if I can be good at anything, it might be just one or two things, but I'm certainly not going to be good at 10 things. So I just decided I'm going to become a writer and that's what I'm going to do. And I'm going to put my resources and my energy into that. So that's a choice I made. I don't know whether that's the right thing, but for me, that's what I felt was doable. I think if you have a different set of appetites, different set of abilities, different set of skills, then you might easily go much broader, like you, who does 10 other things that I couldn't do at all. Right, so I guess the difference between a focused approach like you took or almost like a diversified portfolio approach. So when you diversify a portfolio, most things don't work out well, but one or two things might work out incredibly well because you'll find with one or two things, you'll be in the right place in the right time and do the right thing. So, and that ends up what's happening. Right. The problem is that if you're like most people, when they think about this kind of thing, they're thinking about career, right? As opposed to vocation or, you know, relationships or whatnot. And the problem is it's hard to do 10 things at once. It is, but it's hard to do one thing too. Like take your one thing. So Freakonomics is what you, I don't want to say culminate or repeat because there's probably many more uh, peaks in your life, but not everybody writes a book that then sells millions of copies. It's actually more and more rare even now because now so many people self-publish rarer. and so on. Rarer. That's a hard see? Word. see, that's why you're like rural that, That's why you got, got the uh, <laughs> ten thousand hours on on writing. Mm-hmm. But um, I sort of feel with basically anything I get excited about, whether it's podcasting or writing or business or whatever, I'll put in time and devotion and and love into with the hopes that it pays off. Uh, and I've certainly made money and lost money. Like, I've never really been 
Uh, there's three skills, making it, keeping it, growing it. And I've been good at making it, never been really that great at keeping it. <laughs> so I constantly need the portfolio approach to, to make more. Where this conversation is going, nobody knows. Stick around to find out. Do you love books but find that you never have time to read them? Well, Audible.com has the perfect solution. Get to those books you've been meaning to read by listening to them while on the go. Audible.com provides over 180,000 audio programs from the leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, entertainers, magazine and newspaper publishers, and business information providers. Their app is free and works on iPhone, iPad, Android, and Windows Phone. You can also download and listen on your Kindle Fire and over 500 MP3 players. And unlike a streaming or rental service, with Audible, you own your books. So you can access your books anytime and anywhere right from your smartphone. Don't like the book you chose? No worries. Thanks to Audible's great listen guarantee, you can exchange any book you aren't happy with for another title anytime, no questions asked. And just for question of the day listeners, Audible.com is offering a free audiobook of your choice and a free 30-day trial membership. Go to audible.com slash question to start your free trial today. Again, show your support for question of the day and get a free audiobook and 30-day trial at audible.com slash question. This morning, I don't know if I was telling you, I was the second person in history to vape vitamin mm. B12. <laughs> so most people, when they vape, they vape nicotine. But I know a guy who invented a way to vape uh, vitamins, smoke vitamins. And so... The theory being that vitamins don't get digested well in the well, form that they're currently he, made th in? This is a classic inventor story. So his friend, a friend of his ran a porta potty company. Okay. And he would clean... At the end of an event, he would clean out, of course, the porta potty. And he'd find vitamins in the poop? It was all vitamins. So nobody actually <laughs> digests vitamins. Because vitamins are too complex a salt. And then there's even been studies. The whole vitamin industry is a scam, and it's a $28 billion industry. So no one can actually digest vitamins. And that's why this whole country has vitamin D deficiency, for instance. So he came up with a way that you can intake vitamins into your lungs, which then gets quickly dispersed into the blood, and it's much better than anything other than just sheer injection. And so, by the way, then he tested on his blood before and after. He vaped vitamin B12. Uh, he had 8,000% of the recommended daily allowance in his blood, which was basically the amount he vaped. Whereas if you take the pill, you only get like one-tenth of one percent. Even after the time release is supposed to yeah. happen? I mean, he, he took his blood 26 hours apart. So you're saying that you prepared for this session of talking to me today by vaping B12. Yeah. So th this is podcast performance-enhancing drugs you're taking. Yes, but he did say, I hope you're doing your podcast 26 hours later because that was his peak. So I won't have its I full effect till tomorrow. I did notice that you seem tomorrow. to be perspiring in place. I've never <laughs> seen any human perspiring. Your skin is turning kind of purple. Do you think that's related? Well, well, I didn't know this before, but he's showing me that pure B12 was pink. It was like neon pink. And so uh, maybe I could turn neon pink at some point uh, during this. Do you feel any effect? I assume uh, it's hard to separate out placebo even if yeah, you, you weren't. I'll be honest. I don't feel an effect yet, but it was only a few hours ago that I vaped, and he did say wait a day before you notice the effects. All right, so the next episode that we put out the one that comes out after this one, I expect you to be more brilliant than you've ever been in your life. 
Uh, that 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 could happen, or maybe I'm just. We don't know if there's a toxic level of B12. I could just be dead too. So this could be a solo project within five minutes. Exactly. <laughs> so the one thing I know as an entrepreneur, they always tell you to focus, um, but very few companies actually focus. So for instance, um, there was a company called Odeo. Did you ever hear of this company? O D E O. Yes. I did. I can't remember so anything about them. They though, made a great. I haven't vaped B twelve today. <laughs> they made a great software which allowed you to do podcasts in a box. Like you take their software and it creates a podcast for you. Unfortunately, this was in two thousand five, two thousand six, and there wasn't really podcasts then. So one of their employees was just on the side doing this other project, and so this shows you. Um, uh, you know, employees never focus. They're always doing like side projects. In fact, many companies encourage that, like 3M, Google, and so on. But anyway, this other employee was doing a project on the side, and the CEO of Odeo said to all of his investors, "You know what? We're not getting any traction with this podcasting software. I will give you a hundred percent of your money back. It's as if you never invested, and we're just going to focus on this side project, which is getting a little bit of traction. It has like ten thousand users, and all the investors." took their money back. And so then Odeo changed its name to the side project and Twitter became a huge company mm. after that. So it sort of shows an example of why two Holy things. It shows, Twitter was a podcast company? Originally, yes. Holy cow. So it shows you that A, focus is not all that it's cracked up to be. In fact, survival as a business and maybe also as a human or a career or whatever depends on being adaptable to change. And the other thing it shows is that the best investors in the world who had all invested in Odeo, they don't know anything. They wow. all, 100% of them took their money back. And I bet the poor Twitter guys are really sorry they missed this podcasting craze. James and I have many more questions to ponder. We're going to tell you what we'll be talking about next time. But first, again, we'd like to thank today's sponsor, Audible.com. They have over 180,000 audio programs from the leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, entertainers, magazine and newspaper publishers, and business information providers. You can catch up on all the hot new books you've been meaning to read while on your daily commute with Audible.com. Just for question of the day, listeners, Audible.com is offering a free audiobook of your choice and a free 30-day trial membership. Go to audible.com slash question to start your free trial today. Here is what James and I will be talking about next time on Question of the Day. What is the best way to start an engaging conversation with a stranger? Where are you from? Uh, let's try it then. New York. Uh, that the best way? Were you actually born in New York City? Because I find that to be pretty rare. Um, most people I know... See, I'm already pissed off at you. You're getting yeah. real nosy with me. I don't most like that. Question of the Day is produced and mixed by David Herman with Allison Hockenberry and Greta Cohn.